Hi, everyone. This is the WorkTech Podcast, brought to you by WorkTech. This is George LaRock. I'm your host, and this is where we explore everything related to the future of work and the technology and people that are shaping it. Welcome. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to WorkTech. I'm George LaRock, and we've got a great conversation today to share with you. Um, if you read or watch anything on WorkTech, you've heard me say that uh, I'm really excited about the way the worlds of workforce management and recruiting are coming together, um, especially on the front line. And today we've got a real live example of a company that's providing solutions, you know, helping employers do just that. Um, I'm joined by Jen Ravalli, the CMO at Harry, which is the experience platform built for the front line. Welcome, Jen. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited. To, I, I'll talk to you anytime. I'm so excited to have you here, and th thanks for being here. Um, can you tell everybody that, you know, I know you, but can you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and about Harry? Sure. Uh, so great to talk to everybody. Um, I'm Jenra Valley. I've been in the HR technology space, I guess, about 18 years now. Um, in all different parts of the ecosystem. So benefits, full HCM, spent some, some really dedicated time in talent acquisition. And now I am going back to my roots in you know, full kind of HCM employee experience capabilities with kind of this new role at Harry. Um, Harry is the employee experience platform for the frontline. We say that instead of kind of our full HCM capability because we are employee experience first. We believe that the guest experience will never exceed the employee experience, which is fundamentally how we've built that platform to deliver that. Um, and as George thinks about how we connect TA to workforce management, which is really the centerpiece of the employee experience for this um, place of the in the um, ecosystem, it's TA is a real great opportunity to kind of set those expectations up front. So excited to talk to you about this today, George, and um, and then share a little bit more about Harry. Yeah, I, I think it's um, it's really key that you know, you brought up the the core HCM capabilities and you know the plat the as a platform extending from you know recruitment through to core HR um, uh, type offerings as employee experience because you know in the market we get into like what is employee experience is it surveys is it analytics is it culture is it well-being and i'm always like you know it's everything employee experience is everything and and every platform every point solution has a role to play um and when you're on the front line and you're uh deliver delivering up that in your platforms that's where employee experience should be upfront um, in, in every line of business, but let's dig in on on Harry and learn more about why it's so important in the front line. So um, just before we dive in on the product, um, can you tell us about Harry? How long has Harry been around? Uh, what is the scope of the product and, you know, vital stats on, you know, the business that you can share? Sure. Uh, so Harry started in 2012. Um, our founder, Luke Fryer, is a serial restaurateur, uh, and he looked to solve the problems that he was experiencing in his own business. So first, he really tried to tackle over on kind of finding great talent. 
and created a talent network specifically for hospitality um, people to share their skills and their experiences and be able to apply for jobs through that platform. Um, what he started to realize was he could find plenty of talent, but the ability to get them through a traditional ATS was difficult. And so really started to kind of take from kind of modern consumer technologies in how to simplify that process and make it really specific and simple for the manager of a restaurant uh, to be able to manage and take it through. Um, but ultimately, the biggest problem was turnover. And when he looked at the waste that was coming in each of his restaurants from labor costs of folks who were leaving within the first 90 days, um, as well as just the ability of having to turn over your restaurant, you know, 124% every year. Um, he saw that as the great opportunity to be able to bring the entire kind of ecosystem together to serve the employee, thus also serving the manager and the executives to be able to kind of create an experience for that employee that didn't exist for them. Um, traditional HCM platforms, you know, all have great kind of, you know, vertical outreach areas for, you know, the hospitality hotel kind of areas. Um, but like, they're not built for them. And so Harry was built for them to be able to think about the way that labor costs is introduced with that, the way that, we think about how we connect an employee to a work where dynamic teams are the norm and mm. your manager can, you know, basically make or break your entire day and whether or not you're going to make enough money to feed your family. Um, but we believe that the centerpiece of that is the schedule. And that's why workforce management is such a humongous component of what the offering provides and goes incredibly deep both on kind of compliance to protect the employee, but all the employer and the employee, but also to kind of create an experience where employees have control, access, flexibility over their schedule that meets their needs in the kind of most um, impactful way for them. We also provide core HR. Um, we have a really full talent acquisition offering um, and performance management, we're working through succession. But the coolest thing to me is the way that we're using conversational AI, not just at the front of the TA process, but throughout the employee lifecycle to be able to create that connection point through communications that happen every day, whether that's clocking in and clocking out or being able to have somebody who's checking in on you because people will share a lot with a bot uh, <laughs> um, on how things are going along the way and recognizing moments that matter, you know, hey, you're eligible for benefits after you've been here for a year, like giving that connection piece that traditionally yep. when there is no day-to-day -day manager and it changes every day, you don't necessarily have. Um, so as we think about that's harder than building a employee experience or HCM platform for the desk worker um, because they do have those connection points. Right. So really Harry builds that across um, and the cherry on top is very much the intelligence that can be garnered from that to be able to look at predictive reporting on turnover and trying to stem that looking at employee sentiment 
in a very realistic way, um, being able to put rewards and recognition right in to you know, be able to make sure that you're promoting for performance and not preference, which is very common in the hospitality and frontline areas because there isn't that tactile necessarily like able to see the work. We're able to bring that to life because we also connect through all of the, the forecasting and sales data and the POS, and even honestly, restaurant reviews and open table in some cases. Um, So like, it's a really, um, it's very interesting to me coming from the HR tech part of the world to see how Luke has seen the opportunity in such a different way than anybody else that I have um, come into contact with across the HR tech ecosystem. And it's exciting to be able to bring that to life because really there isn't a platform for the front line. There's a lot of point solutions that don't necessarily connect. And so Harry is bringing that all together. Wow. It's, you know, it, it's, I look at work tech and, you know, it is the, it's the, I used to call it the business of getting work done and it's, uh, so to look at it from the business perspective, right? Like it's it's people data is business data, and point of sale data is business data, and and scheduling data. So how am I performing on different shifts? The the flow from you know we always think about the flow from talent acquisition into the organization, um, and we talk about recs that go out to, for recruiting and turn into ads. But so in the frontline world, so much of it's driven by what's happening with my schedule, with the shifts, um, you know, who's moving into another location and what does that leave open from a from a shift perspective um, that that continuity is really, really important. Um, so are there you've talked about restaurants and how that was the genesis of this is is that pretty much the industry that you're focused on or are you looking at just anywhere where it's a non-desk sort of frontline uh worker so we've really focused on the service end of the frontline um workforce so that entails hospitality which you know we see as restaurants hotels Um, resort type of areas, Um, but also we're seeing some really great results in both healthcare and retail. So home care has become kind of a big place for us. Um, We have a very large presence in the UK in addition to the US, Um, but restaurants is where we started, um, but not where we're going to end. Yeah. And, you know, the commonalities there, you touched on this a little bit, right? Nobody's at a desk. They're, um, the, whether they're, you know, if they are at a desk, it's a front desk with a customer. Um, and uh, otherwise, you know, they're off on the property, they're off in the restaurant, they're off in the, in the hospital or the medical facility. Um, and, you know, so I've, you know the the phone and that and and conversational technology is so key because I'm not you know I'm not in front of my manager to ask the question um, when I have it right is that uh, it's it's very smart to be leveraging conversational and is that um, is that where it's happened it's happening on the phone it's ha- or on the mobile device and um, what you know is, is that in in production now, or is it in production in, in particular spots in the process? 
Yeah. So we have conversational AI across um, right now. Okay. So you know, whether that is the, and marry the checkpoints with the, not only kind of the conversational AI, which likely happens outside of the actual workday. And, you know, how was your schedule? Are you happy with your schedule? Um, You know, what are some questions we can ask to make sure you're happy with your manager that day, you know, kind of that shift. We really talk about kind of an extreme focus on the first 90 days um, that we call nailing the 90 that really is aided by conversational AI post shift. Um, But we marry that with the things that they typically have to do. So clocking in and clocking out and providing, hey, like, how was your shift right there in addition to what we're getting over there? The other thing is like elimination of ghosting, you know, when you focus on like early 90 day stuff, like, hey, here are all the things you need for your first day. I'm looking forward to seeing you, you know, being able to make sure that you're having those checkpoints to keep that person coming and that they're getting the training that they need and that you're getting that feedback and also giving them an outlet outlet to share because they may not necessarily feel comfortable doing that um, with somebody who they're maybe trying to impress as the frontline manager of the day. Right. And that's, you know, I, I, I think we, uh, we can complicate employee experience or uh, maybe um, maybe that's the wrong way to put it. We can focus on the more complex, you know, people science around employee experience. But if you, you don't earn the right to do that until the day-to-day um, is covered, right? Like the, the, you know, you, we talk about candidate experience and that's, that's a very, easy concept, not that the industry is doing great with it, but it's an easy concept to get my head around, right? I give them a good experience, take the friction away. So we get through the apply and in, into the interview and to the offer, right? Through the interviews and to the offer. But as an employee, um, you know, scheduling my shift, um, you know, getting my paycheck, getting access to my information, benefits, enrollment, uh, there's a change. I need time off. I, I need to I need to see if I can juggle shifts with someone. The, the if there's friction in those in those flows, that's a terrible employee experience, and and that's um, I think you've got to earn it there before you can get to um, you know the more um, lofty side of you know analyzing experience and how. how where do you where do you see where do your customer what do your customers tell you are the points where experience is really coming through for for their employees what's where does that where does that hit the employee the most that's a great question um where we see is the flexibility piece so and the consideration so you take a job and you know i did my term as a hospitality hostess and server for six years. And you kind of hoped and prayed that like your time off request would be considered um, or the fact that like you had conflict and needed to have a specific schedule because you had to take care of your kids or, you know, there were other things going on in your life like school. Um, So really kind of, what we hear the most is that being able to set that expectation right up front in terms of here's what I'm available for and here's what I'm trying to achieve, you know, through the recruiting process helps provide that first schedule to be the right one. 
Um, the also th- thing is, you know, there's a lot of say bullying as people come into new jobs, they get the bad shifts. They don't get the right, um, you know, the right setup in order to kind of make the money that they need to. So being able to align on like, was I able actually to get what I need to support my family or support myself? And because that's the quickest indication of someone's going to go next door and take the job for a dollar more because, hey, you know, within the first two weeks, I haven't been able to make the money. And that was why I took the job in the first place. So we find the value of seeing kind of really stemming the the tide of being able to understand what the employee is looking for and them to be able to repeat back that, yes, we got it. And like we're considering their needs as the schedule is being built and then the flexibility to be able to make changes on the fly and communicate with employees who they can make those changes with. Um, So part of our platform is a really nice communication interface, which allows, you know, not only group messages, but also individual messages to kind of do some of the swift shops, the shift swaps and things that traditionally you might have to call someone on a phone and, you know, beg and pray them that they'll take your shift. Um, So there's flexibility there. The other thing is differential pay. So like you see surge pricing with Uber and, you know, when it gets crazy. So same thing, like there are shifts that people traditionally don't want, but if you pay them more because you're getting desperate to be able to fill it, you'll get people to take those shifts. Uh, And so being able to jack up the hourly rate on a shift based on need is something that we're able to provide, which gives a great experience to the employee because they can make more money and they're excited about being able to make money when they want and how they want. Uh, And then the employer gets the shifts filled that they have been struggling to be able to fill overall. Yeah, I mean, when you when it get you get into that shift environment, sometimes the um, well, this it's critical to the manager, but at the same time, they become like the middle person, right? Like the middleman in the uh, in the approval and the systems able to look at who's available. Um, you know, uh, offer you know folks that haven't taken on too much overtime already, or you're able to balance that, or at least you know see that. Um, and it's it's so that workforce management as employee experience, I think it's it's important for you know businesses to get their head around the fact that 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 is especially on the front line, uh, there's so much friction and and so much stress and and you know, and the technology, we're in a digital first world. So um while, uh, employers can't hide behind the, the technology that they chose as reasons why you know there's friction or it's not working right um it it's it's again employee experience is everything um and i i'm excited to to you know hear about what harry's doing in, in this um on this so so how do you help your customers you know uh, get insights into how it's going and maybe measure the value or, or how, what kind of insights are they looking for and how do you deliver that? Sure. So a few things. And and one thing I wanted to mention was like, it's also the manager's experience, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. Being able to automate scheduling, being able to make sure there's avoidance of fines because that's built in that you're not going to, you know, upset fair work week, um, is a huge benefit, but it also, 
some of the things that we look at. So Harry IQ is our analytics platform. And what we look at there is kind of time to build schedules. Like how much time has that taken managers off the floor and has that improved over time? Um, we're measuring employee sentiment and satisfaction based on the conversational AI and the check-ins that we're doing throughout the workday um, and being able to say, hey, like we're seeing increased risk of turnover. We're seeing it in this pocket. It seems to be related to this manager on duty. Like when this person's on duty, we're seeing that there's a lot less, there, people are a lot less happy than they are when this person's on duty. How can we correct that? Um, there's also, when we think about how we take intelligence to look at how we put a schedule together, right? So if there, we can see data on whether the sales have increased, if we've run a promotion for a fundraiser for a school, and that means I need to make sure I have two extra people, um, we include weather. Um, so we can look at year over year, week over week, month over month, and look at what are the key trends that are going to impact that schedule and be able to maximize the money that you're able to make that day um, based on how we're going to schedule the time and schedule the people there. Um, so those are some of the things that we get from an insights perspective. Um, there's many more as well. Um, the other thing is labor cost leakage. So when you bring on a new employee, you not only have someone who's not productive, you know, and we really believe that in the first month of being on the front line, like you not expanding the brand, you don't know what's, you know, you don't know enough about kind of how everything works to be, to maximize that potential. You also have a trainer who's working with you, who is being less productive as a result as well. That all creates labor cost leakage. So, and if we, and if we look and we lose people, within a very short time period, that's all loss. So it's been an acceptable risk for a very long time in the front line that labor rate leakage is just a part of what happens. Right. And what we're trying to do and what we see is that in putting Harry in place, we can save, you know, sometimes 11 hours per manager a week on scheduling. Um, and we can show that in the analytics. We can, we on average save about two to 3% in labor costs annually, like when our workforce management is put in place and we're able to see kind of what the turnover statistics are and make those changes in line. Um, so there's, that's, there's some of the reasons why like we're seeing some really great pickup in terms of brands who want to bring Harry into their ecosystem and help make these changes. Yeah. And you mentioned um, integrating that point of sale data uh, so having, you know, hi historical data on, you know, what happens with the new employee, but also specifically looking at what's happening now, um, on the floor or, you know, at, in, in, across the tables or, uh, how my, um, uh, you know, uh, patient satisfaction is coming back, um, from in the healthcare environment. That's, a, that's an amazing insight to have. Because usually we're, you're looking way backwards at that. You're looking at in in you know the pre-work tech world. You're looking like the, at the last six months, and you've already turned a bunch of employees um, because of these issues in yeah. in that time, right? So this is uh, that's powerful. Um, so what's um, we've covered so much ground here, and on so many of these points, I could 
dig in for you know an entire podcast but um is there anything interesting coming up for harry um you know anything about the platform or the roadmap or uh anything at all that uh you'd like to tell everyone about yeah i mean we have a ton of exciting stuff that is coming you know i think most of what we offer has really only been released in the last year like um so as we're really rounding out the platform um, we're seeing exceedingly, you know, more innovation in analytics, you know, predictive benchmarking, um, being able to leverage that, uh, in a really nice way for customers. Um, we're also, we, while we have performance management, we have customers on it and it's one of the primary deliverables that we, um, built for McDonald's. It's, um, that we are launching in January officially. So that's exciting. Um, and it's really the flexibility is one of the things that I love about it because not only do you look at traditional performance cycles, but it allows for check-ins in some of the more modern ways that we're looking at performance that are also really lightweight and positive, I think, for this particular population. Um, let's see what else is coming. Profile matching. Um with AI, we are also wow. putting in place, we've got some really um, exciting stuff, I think, as we're looking at also just partnerships. Like we haven't done a lot there yet on the work tech and HR tech side. We've done a lot on kind of the POS and you know demand forecasting piece. Um, and that's a those I think it'll be exciting to see as we think about you know bringing in you know programmatic, bringing in you know, more assessment partners and things like that as we're, as we're building out our ecosystem around Harry as well. Yeah. You know, listening to you talk the, um, uh, so much of, uh, the, the conversations I'm having with employers is about, you know, connecting the, the front of the process and recruiting to the employee experience and, and whether they're looking at it from a skills or an upskilling perspective or a career pathing or a performance perspective. Um, but this is exciting because you've the the core of this platform was built with those connections in place. And now you're, you know, listening to customers and starting to deliver where they need those added capabilities or, or insights. Um that's, uh, you know, and that's, uh, we're putting out a lot this year at WorkTech about, you know, what is WorkTech and how does it extend HR tech? How is it different from HR tech? And, you know, these are WorkTech conversations. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really thankful for you being here and, you know, helping, asking us to help tell your story or allowing us to tell your story. And what, where can people find out more about, about Harry and what you have coming up? Awesome. Um, so definitely come visit us at harry.com, H-A-R-R-I.com. Uh, and uh, that's probably the best place. We're also really upping our social game. So uh, we're on TikTok. We are and really seeing some fun stuff happening there. Uh, LinkedIn, Instagram, you know, all of the places. But uh, as we kind of get our engine moving on our presence, like expect to see our social uh, to really blow up over the next few weeks. Oh, that's great. And, uh, and it's, uh, harry.com, H A R R I.com. Uh, and we'll put that in the notes. Um, Jen, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I really enjoyed this and, uh, I, I hope you'll come back. I'd love to, to check in on a few of the things happening in the market and with Harry as, as time goes on. 
Oh, thank you, George. It's always a pleasure. And it's just made my day to be able to talk to you. So thank you. And uh, I just, you know, anytime that you want to chat, I'm always up for it. (laughs) Thank you. And thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. And um, we'll see you again soon. 